Welcome to the one and only Circle City Sediment with your host and the one and only Zach Griffin. Hello. Welcome back into Circle City Cinema. Bryce, I don't know why I haven't thought of this before. Mandalorian Mondays. Ah, that would make sense. That would make sense. It it comes out on Tuesdays, but we record on Mondays. I don't know why my my dumbass hasn't thought of that before this. That'll do. Mandalorian Mondays. I'm glad I thought of it with two episodes left. But here we well, are. you know, yeah, what do you do? What do you do? Here we are. <laughs> here we are talking about <laughs> Mandalorian chapter 22, Guns for Hire. Bryce, I made my thoughts on this episode pretty clear. I, I usually don't text you after. I no, you, let, text you, you let me do my thing. Yeah, you let me do my thing. But after this one, I felt the need to text you. I was just so put off by this one. I mean, for a few reasons. I mean, you mentioned last week. Let's just get right into it. I mean, the cameos. Biggest biggest news of the week in terms of this episode. You know, you actually mentioned last week to me and Caleb, are we getting too cute with somebody like Tim Meadows? In uh, in the Star Wars universe, and now here we are with two massive, massive people, massive celebrities, Jack Black and Lizzo, making and Christopher Lloyd, quite frankly, making cameo appearances here in this episode. Uh, by the way, the lowest rated episode of the series so far. I think that says something. Right. Just get, what I mean. What are you thinking when you're watching this episode, which? You know, it's a side mission, and you had some thoughts on side missions at work today. We'll get to yeah. those, but I mean, what what are you thinking when you're watching this at home and you see Lizzo and Jack Black show up in your Star Wars TV show? Well, it's not the first thing I think of. I'm like, all right, where are we headed with this here, folks? What are we doing here? Why, why are we doing this? Uh... It, it's definitely a shock to the system because that's not Star Wars, right? We stick to the characters that are there at hand and we move forward with that. We don't get cute with big name actors. I mean, let's be honest. I think probably the biggest name actors in Star Wars, as we grew up and as we knew it, were probably what Harrison Ford and Samuel L. Jackson. As far as the most well known. Probably. I mean, uh, you know, Christopher Lee, who played Count Dooku, he had done. Yes. He had done some things, you know, Lord of the Rings, Dracula, a bunch of other stuff. But, you know, in terms of recent, recent Hollywood history, I mean, yeah, Harrison Ford, Sam Jackson. I mean, Adam Driver will become one of those names eventually. Oh, Adam Driver. Yeah, he's one of the great actors working right now. Right, so but, I mean, his his history is yet to be written, but they, be you bring built. up a good point. I mean, Ewan McGregor, pretty famous, but I wouldn't say he's on the level of Harrison Ford or Sam Jackson. But no, that's a that's a good point by you. But I mean, 
I don't know. For me, it took like as soon as they showed up. I mean, I'm not typically a fan of side mission episodes anyway, especially in this. Well, for, let me preface by saying the, the cameos did not ruin the episode. I, I thought overall it was a good episode. I would give it a seven out of ten. Uh, I think it had like a six six last time I checked. <laughs> like they they did not ruin the episode, but what they did, Bryce, they took me out of it mm-hmm. for like ten minutes. I was like, "What the fuck is going on? Yeah, what are we why doing? Are, what are we doing here? Why are these people here?" And I don't want that to come off as me hating on. Lizzo and, and and Jack Black. I, I I love Jack Black. I have no problem with Lizzo. I, I of course have no problem with Christopher Lloyd. Whatever, but they took me out of the episode. Like, what what are these people doing here? What are they doing here? And they, uh, to be honest, they didn't do anything to move the plot forward. Especially Lizzo and Jack Black. They did nothing to move the plot forward. Like I, I don't, and we're probably gonna never see them again in this in the show. I mean, they especially they did last say episode. Meet again. They did, they did, but I just feel like when you have what you did last episode with the Gideon Easter egg, no mention of that in this episode, basically at all. And instead, yeah. so after that episode aired, you had three episodes left. So with your one of your last three episodes, you decide to do a side mission <laughs> with some distracting cameos. I just don't, I don't get it. This this is a Kathleen Kennedy episode, Bryce. I think that's very safe to um, say. That's a Kathleen Kennedy episode. Yes, yes, it felt woke. Um, honestly, I have a parallel when we talk about the world that they were on. That I think you might find of Plaster Fifteen that you might find a little interesting. That kind of demonstrates why it probably is a Kathleen Kennedy. Maybe it's a make fun of. Maybe it's a this is how the world is. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it when we get to it. But yeah, I mean, we I've heard the the rumors are becoming more and more. We've heard Favreau had falling outs with Kennedy. We've heard Pedro Pascal have fallouts with a a a staff member. That wasn't named, but it very it alluded very much towards Kathleen Kennedy, who's been awful and why they renewed her contract not too long ago. I don't know why. She's done nothing to help Star Wars. She, she stifled the creativity of the people that, that have really taken upon themselves to fix the Star Wars universe and Dave Filoni and John Favreau, and you stifle them. For what? Yes. So you could bring I in mean, your friend Patty Jenkins to write another failed movie that's not even moving forward now. Congratulations. You've done nothing except muck up Star Wars. I think when you look at since Disney acquired Lucasfilm in 2012, which, by the way, if you don't know the details of that deal, George Lucas is doing fine. If he wasn't already just fine. Yes. Yes. But when you look at Lucasfilm's body of work since they acquired since Disney acquired it, I mean the sequel trilogy, which Kathleen Kennedy was heavily involved in, started off pretty good. 
pretty good, like pretty great. Well, whether yeah. you want to say it's a a New Hope re- remake or rip off or whatever, I don't care. It was a good movie. And I thought it was a good Star Wars movie. And then you move into the last two episodes of that trilogy. I mean, Bryce, I've said to you off the record, I'm pretty sure I've said it on this pod, like, I don't consider it canon. I don't consider it canon. Those I characters, know, you, you have to. And I'm not saying that as a hater. I'm not I, saying that I, as a hater. I understand. I understand. But it is canon. It did happen. And and they're they're committed. Obviously, they're committed given... I mean, we'll get to the news later, but I mean... They're committed to advancing that storyline. So, they are, which is, you know, they've been they've been quiet on the movie front basically since Solo came out because Solo was such a bomb. Solo was the first like bona fide bomb in Star Wars history. It made no money, millions of dollars lost, very troubled production, and even then, I loved it. I I fucking love Solo. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was good. Uh, one of the, yeah, one of the great endings. Awesome effects. You know, you expect nothing less than a Star Wars movie, but I was particularly impressed with the Star Wars effects in that one. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like you said, they're pivoting. They pivoted after Solo, which was five years ago now. They pivoted <laughs> to Star to Star Wars TV shows. They kind of left the movies in the dust, and now, you know, they announced that celebration last week, bringing the movies back slowly but surely. But I think the pivot to the TV realm, you know, st- obviously starting with Mando and then a Clone Wars final season and all these other shows we've had, it's been a success. It's been a success, and it's been a success, Bryce, because who is not involved? Kathleen Kennedy. The chairman. The chairwoman herself, Kathleen Kennedy. Not really involved. Like I said, heavily involved with the sequel trilogy. Not really involved with Rogue One, which is one of the best Star Wars movies we've ever seen. Yes. Unfortunately, heavily involved with Solo, and yet still was a at least a fan success. And not involved at all with Clone Wars, the final season, which is some of the best Star Wars we've ever received my point is she sucks <laughs> that's fine my point is she sucks my my roundabout way of getting to my point is she sucks i'm with you i i'm mystified i was mystified when she got her contract renewed my my feeling is it was totally financially based because those yeah. movies whatever you want to say about them they turned out money as you would expect a Star Wars movie too. Well, like yeah, I said, the only one that didn't are. was Solo. Yeah. And I imagine Indiana Jones is going to make a ton of money uh, this coming yes, June. a ton of money. That's but true. It's just, I mean, you and I are going. You and I are going to see that. So. Yeah, we're going to go. Yeah, but, we're definitely going to go. It just it just sucks. It just sucks because this is I don't know. I mean, we we heard some rumors today. Maybe there's hope for this series to get back on yeah, track. We we'll get into that. Hey, yeah, listen, I'm not going to overreact to this episode. I'm not going to overreact. I'm not going to overreact to it. Yeah. Was it great? No. Do I did I feel like you know, again, we'll get to the side mission thing. <laughs> 
I'm just, I'm not going to overreact. I can't do it. It's just not. No. It's not I'm not going to overreact either. My point in bringing up Kathleen Kennedy was this did seem like uh, an episode where she was heavily involved behind the scenes. You know, totally unlike any Mando episode tone wise this season or in any previous season, I'd say. And just totally straight away from the main plot where we're kind of seeing this comeback for Moff Gideon. So uh, my guess is, and you, like you, you alluded to that rumor we heard today, mm-hmm. we're going to heavily get some, some of that content in these last two episodes, but no, I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not going to react. Worst episode out of three seasons. I mean, Fine. it's pretty good. Fine. Yep. It's pretty good. I haven't had a bad one yet. So, right. Uh, but getting into the news, basically all Star Wars related. Uh, like I said, Star Wars Celebration in London last week. And speaking of the TV shows, Dave Filoni will direct a quote-unquote climactic event for the TV shows, including The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and Skeleton Crew. The latter two are going to come out later this year. Bryce, it basically sounds like a an end game, if you will, of these Star Wars live action shows we've gotten thus far. Yes, and I am very much looking forward to that. Uh, there's, there's again the only two guys that can that can take on something like this, and Dave Filoni is one of them. So I am all in on this. I will go see this. I will enjoy this. I hope it's long. I hope it's like three hours. That would make me. That would make my heart so happy to see something like this. To to unite all these characters, unite the timeline, and make it an era, make its own era, basically, where we can fill yeah. in the gaps. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm all for this. I am all for this. Absolutely. So here here's my theory with this with this movie here. Oh yeah. So. Theory. Along with this announcement, we got a trailer for Ahsoka, which is premiering in August. The trailer looked awesome. I'll just say it looked it looked great. Mm-hmm. Looked fucking awesome. Grand Admiral Thrawn featured in the trailer. Grand Admiral Thrawn, Bryce, who villain in Star Wars Rebels, uh, before he was canon. He was the main villain of a trilogy called the Thrawn Trilogy, which came out in the 90s. And if you go and read up on the Thrawn Trilogy, basically inspired George Lucas to make the prequels. That's how good that trilogy was. Okay, like books? Books, yeah. Trilogy of books. So Thrawn's featured in this trailer for Ahsoka. My theory is Grand Admiral Thrawn... He's going to be the main villain for this movie where all of these Thrawn and Gideon, I think are going to team up where the Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, all of those mini franchises are going to have to team up to take this guy out because in the books anyway, he has this massive fleet and it's supposed to be basically unstoppable. So that, that's my theory. 
is Thrawn and Moff, is that like a, is that going to be like an awesome team up? That's going to be pretty, uh, pretty tough. It's going to be pretty tough, especially with limited Jedi. I mean, you got, you got Ahsoka, you got Grogu, whatever he can do, whatever other Jedi come out of the Ahsoka show, but. Do you predict a loss of the Darksaber to, to Imperial forces? I mean, probably. Probably at some point. Has to, right? Because I'm assuming we're going to get at least one more season of Mando before this movie comes out. This Filoni movie. Probably. Probably. So maybe Gideon takes it there or, or Thrawn takes it there. Thrawn could take... I mean, I'm guessing Gideon will want it, but Thrawn is just a really compelling villain. I mean, he's probably at least in the Empire era or post-Empire era. I mean, he's just as... It's basically the Palpatine of the Imperial fleet. Okay. Where everybody, everybody answers to him. He's the unquestionable leader. And he looks badass. The guy's got blue skin with jet black hair, red eyes. Oh. Yeah, he's kind of intimidating, badass. huh? A fucking badass, yeah, yeah, and it's interesting. I wonder how they're going to bring him back because in Rebels, he like disappears. They didn't. They never confirmed if he died or not, and clearly he's not dead. So, yeah, we're we're gonna. That's my theory here that they're playing him up to be him and Gideon to be this like team up, this villain team up. I like it. I'm in on this. I'm I'm whatever they're involved in. I'm I'm for it. I, I'm all in for anything that they want to do on Star Wars, as long as it doesn't suck. They have me drawn in suck. again. Yeah, they have me drawn in again. And Skeleton Crew, you know, Jude Law plays a Jedi in the Skeleton Crew. Yeah, give me that, uh, please. Yeah, please. Please give us that. Ahsoka, of course, is Jedi. But that's the big thing in the books, is like Luke Skywalker was the driving force behind defeating Thrawn, so... <laughs> They're gonna need. They're gonna need some Jedi's like that. Maybe I mean, maybe, maybe def- Luke. Some de aging. Some de aging coming in. Some yeah, some CGI. Be- yeah. We saw it. We saw it in Boba Fett. I mean, why not bring him back? Why not? You know. But wow. that, that's my theory. I I feel like it's gonna be an awesome movie. And you know, he hasn't directed a Star Wars movie since the Clone Wars movie. And which people hate on him uh, for, by the way. People they have, hate on that movie. I have no. I, I'm going to talk about that. I have no quarrels with the with the Clone Wars movie. No, I don't know why people. I don't, I don't know why it, it it got such hate. I mean, did it need a theatrical release? Probably not. But no. But but streaming wasn't a big thing then. Streaming wasn't a thing then. If there were streaming, absolutely, that's getting released on streaming. Oh God, yeah. But it it yeah. was just a different time. Maybe it was ahead of its time. I don't know. May have been ahead of its time, but everybody I mean, loves Filoni now. Everybody loves him now, and it launched it launched the Clone Wars series. I mean, what more do you want? Right. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Listen, the the Star Wars the Star Wars fan base is very forgiving if you come back unannounced and you do something amazing. They will automatically love you. I mean, go look at a couple weeks ago. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mod best. Yeah, play play to Jedi. Everybody loves him. 
right? Yeah. J- Jake Lloyd, I'm pleading with you. If you come back and do something, <laughs> they will love you again. They will love you again. Yeah. Give them a chance. Jake. Hayden Christensen, they love you now. Yeah, they love you now. Jake Lloyd, who's not very keen on giving interviews, as we as definitely we saw not on, uh, definitely on not. TikTok. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, the next movie that was announced, I'm really excited for this one too. James Mangold, who Bryce directed a favorite movie of ours, Ford v Ferrari, mm-hmm. also directed Logan, uh, some other great films, um, The Wolverine. Um, what am I? I'm missing a big one. Walk the Line, the the Johnny Cash biopic. Um. He's going to direct an Old Republic era movie that is set 25,000 years before The Phantom Menace. So the earliest period Star Wars movie or Star Wars property that we've ever gotten. Uh, A quote from an article I had from The Hollywood Reporter. Quote, when I first started talking to Kathy, talking about Kathleen Kennedy, unfortunately, about doing one of these pictures... What occurred to me was thinking about what kind of genre of movie within Star Wars I wanted to do. And I thought about a biblical epic like the Ten Commandments about the dawning of the Force. Where did the Force come from? When did we discover it? When did we learn how to use it? So a lot of people in this article, Bryce, were saying he's he's hinting at the Knights of the Old Republic, which of course is probably the best Star Wars video game we've gotten. I don't know if that is what he's hinting at, but anything Old Republic era, I'm in because we we just have we simply haven't had that anywhere outside of the games or the or the books. Yes, inject into my veins, please. Yes, yes, Mangold. Yes, does outstanding work. Really good shots. You know, a big cinematography guy. That's yeah, a really good shot. So I'm very excited to this because Star Wars already had some great scenes, some great shots in it. And we're talking about, you know, we're talking about George Lucas, we're talking about, you know, guys like that. But I'm very excited for this to learn. Again, we're expanding the Star Wars universe. We're filling in the gaps. And this is a great start. I would say this is probably one of Kathleen Kennedy's better moves. How about that? How about that? We've crapped on her all night. I'll give you a little love, Kathleen. How about that? I, yeah, I like that take. I mean, it's it's good. I mean, people have been clamoring for this even before Disney acquired Lucasfilm. You know, they wanted they wanted Lucas to get into this era, and it's just something he never did. Maybe he wanted to and just never got to it. But I mean, we basically, I mean, there's stuff in the books about Jedi versus Sith, like all out wars. Like, if we could get something like that, like a Game of Thrones-esque battle of Jedi versus Sith, if we're ever able to see something like that. I mean, imagine that famous shot from Endgame, Bryce. Yeah, yeah. Just imagine that. Imagine that being Jedi versus Sith. Who would I want? Yeah, who would you want to to direct that? (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. It's a good question. I mean, Peter Jackson is a good choice just because he's used to the big scale. 
Uh, I feel like that's a cop out, though. I don't know. I'm not sure he would. That's not a cop out. To... I don't know if there's a wrong answer. I'm not sure he'd want to return to something that that big. He's he's kind of been there, done that, you know. Yeah, he's so, proven everything he's need to prove. I don't know. I mean, what was the last thing he actually did? I don't even know. Peter Jackson. Uh, he What's did some politics? documentary on. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. On I think it was either the Korean War or World War One. I. I don't remember. Oh, he did the uh, the Beatles. The Beatles get back thing on Disney. Get back. Yep. So there he you go. Is, oh. he, has, he has history with Disney. Well, he's currently working on. Oh, that's producing. Producing. Sorry, directing. Oh. Is he involved at all with the Rings of Power at all? Uh, no. Oh, that's a shame. Unfortunately, he the only thing he's working on right now is an untitled Adventures of Tintin sequel. Fuck. <laughs> Why does that need a sequel? I don't know. <laughs> what are we doing? Why? Oh, Why Mortal Engines. Oh, I forgot about Mortal Engines. Ah, fuck. Yep. <laughs> but there's a, a reason. Producer. There's a reason. There's a reason you forgot about it. Because mm. nobody saw it. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't work out. I mean, I, that's a great question. I'm trying to think of who else. He's the first guy who comes to mind just because of those battle scenes. Those fucking sure. amazing battle that's scenes. Fair. Uh, I don't know. Let me... Would you trust the Russo brothers? Again, I think they've just like been there, done that, you know. But uh, let me turn around and look at the collection here. Den- Denny, Denny, and St- I don't know. I don't think he'd do it, but and I don't think they could afford him. No, I don't think they could either. He's busy I, with Dune anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think he. Yeah, it's got okay. It's got to be somebody that's not really that's looking to maybe get into a universe. That maybe isn't in a universe currently. I don't know. Damn, I don't know. You know, he could be a really cool Scott, but he's old. You know, he's getting yeah, old. But you know, it'd be a cool flyer, the Duffer Brothers. Oh wow! Yeah, that'd be an interesting flyer. Great world builders. I mean, they wouldn't have to necessarily. They'd have to build up this era, but yeah, they would. But it, I mean, Stranger Things is going out. Possibly, yeah. be looking for something. The next big thing. I mean, they could just. Uh, I don't hate it. I don't know. I mean, the guy who made the game, his name is Drew Carpetian. I mean, they could mm-hmm. just get him and uh, have Favreau and Filoni in his corner and just. I mean, I don't know. That kind of be an experiment, but I don't know. I like I like Denny. I feel, but I feel like when Denny's done with Dune, he's going to go back to just making, singles. Original just, stuff, yeah. yeah. Just banger singles, singles. Yeah, uh, I guess that's my cop out answer, Peter Jackson. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. I mean, who do you, who do you want? James Cameron? No, no, because I, I I wait. He'd be dead before it came out. <laughs> so no, no, thank you. Actually, 
don't, I don't know. I mean, there's a there's a lot of gold. There's a lot of good people out there. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I that's really that's one that. to come back to. That's one, yeah. yeah, that's one to come back to. It's a wish list. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, we got the first looks at Andor season two, as well as the Acolyte. The skeleton crew. The Acolyte also takes place in the Old Republic era, I believe. Uh, it takes place before episode one. I know that. Um, so first looks at those. No trailers for those. Those were uh, exclusive only to the people at Celebration, so we didn't get to see those. And then, uh, Bryce, I'd never heard of this director before. Charmaine Obeyed Chinoy... Uh, to direct a film set 15 years after The Rise of Skywalker, Daisy Ridley reprising her role as Rey, which I, I'm actually all for that. Uh, like I told you at work today, it's not it's not the actor's fault for what happened with the sequels. It's not. Right. And I actually liked Rey as a character in Force Awakens, and I just think they did, they did her so wrong. They did her so wrong in episodes 8 and 9. Yeah, I am concerned about the director part of it, though. As this has disaster written all over it. I looked at the filmography. It could. Uh, Very well could. You're involved in Miss Marvel. You directed two episodes. And you did nothing before that. I'm very concerned. Very, very, very concerned that they're, this, they're only going to worsen this part. You know what? You could have chosen literally anyone to try to ride the ship and, and you take a flyer here. That's where that's where you want to take your flyer. Okay. Miss Marvel was okay. roundly mocked. I mean, it was roundly mocked. I still haven't seen it. I'm probably going to watch oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I'm going to watch it. Because I'm a degenerate. It's only six episodes as well. Yeah, we knew this. So are you. Don't act like you're not. I I am a little bit. I am a little bit. You're going to watch it? Might. Are you? Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to take a lot because I I haven't even watched like the past three Marvel movies. That tells you anything. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. I'm imploring you. I'm imploring you. Please, please... As your friend, do not watch Thor: Love and Thunder. Just don't. Just fucking don't. I Save have your to. Time. I have to. Your subscription to Disney Plus can is better used on something else. Watch. I have to watch something else, please. Watch Willow. Watch, watch Willow. Willow that got canceled. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just watch Willow. Watch anything else. I'm telling you, it's the worst MCU movie. I'm telling you. I, I mean, I gotta. I have to watch it though. I gotta stay true to the brand. I'll tell you what happened. I will tell it's you what okay. happened. I'll, I'll watch it. It's okay. I'll get to it when I get to it. I'll tell you what happened. Shit. <laughs> shit happened. You would. You would have more fun watching me take a shit, Bryce, than watching Thor: oh, Love and Thunder. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, there'd be more of a plot too. <laughs> There'd be more of a plot too if I took a shit than that movie. <laughs> Whatever. We're not here to talk about that. No, we're not. No, we're not. 
But uh, a, a quote, a quote from uh, Charmaine Obed Chinoy on this movie that she's making. <laughs> she was keen. She was keen on immersing herself in a focus on a Jedi Academy and a Jedi Master. Talking about Ray. Quote. I've spent the better part of my life meeting real heroes who are overcoming oppressive regimes and battling impossible odds. And I think that is the heart of Star Wars. So I agree with her that, you know, that is typically the plot. It's typically the plot of Star Wars is overcoming impossible odds. And listen, more Jedi, the better. That's what I say. Always, always solid to have more Jedi around. I mean, that's why people love the Clone Wars, man. Jedi. Jedi yeah. and clones. Absolutely. Why wouldn't so, you? Things we've seen lately, Bryce. Gotta start with Succession. Uh, <laughs> we'll just briefly touch on it. Briefly touch on it. Uh, is it the best episode of the series? In your estimation, is it the best? I think it has to be. And I always say it's the best because of the acting, purely the acting The the plot did have something had, you know, a good part of it, but a majority of it was purely acting for me. Is that I got to ask you? Is this one of the best television episodes you've ever seen? When you think about the goat shows. Um, Without question. Without question, I mean. Wait, I need to see how I need to see how far you're willing to go. Right. Is it better than Ozymandias? No. No. Okay. Okay. No. Is it better than can touch Ozymandias? Fair. Well, I want to say I won't say nothing can touch it, but I have it number one. I have Ozymandias number one. Okay, this is this is my this is my big test here for you. Is it better than Made in America? Sopranos season finale. See, the thing about Made in America is it's not the best episode of The Sopranos. I think there's okay. like two or three better ones. Okay, in your estimation, which ones are they? Well, I think White Caps is pretty good, is pretty high okay. up there. That's the one where season four finale. Yes. Carmelo and Sony finally call it quits. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. That I that I maintain that is still the best TV acting that I've ever seen. As well as on Osmandius. I don't know. This has to be. This is up there. I mean, there's there's a couple Game of Thrones episodes too. Uh, I mean, there, there's a couple that are just they're throwing 100 miles an hour. I'm trying to think what else. A couple Wire episodes, <laughs> but there's no question. This 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 is up there. I mean, Stranger Things, Bryce. There's a couple Stranger, and the the last oh. season of Stranger Things. There's some episodes yeah, as well. There are some good ones, man. Oh, yeah, that's good. I mean, in recent memory, there's no question. This is probably top three that I've seen. I mean, it's, cur- it's currently a 9.9 on IMDb. It highest rated is. episode. Still is. Yeah, still. 6,700 reviews. That's a sample size, Zach. That's a sample. That is a sample size. 
I mean, that's no joke. 9.9 IMDb. Logan Roy, dead. Rip. Yep. Rip. I, I mean, respect they, the way they did it, too. I have no complaints about anything they did in that episode or the direction that they're taking the show to finish it off. I have no complaints. No, and it was directed by the executive producer, Mark Mark Malad. I think it's Malad. I think that's how you say his name. So I should have we should have known right then that this was going to be a big episode. I just didn't. Ex- I mean, his death has kind of. I don't want to get into it too much because I'm about to do a pod on it later this week. But you know, his death was kind of looming over the whole show. Yeah, from the pilot, guy had a stroke. Yeah, in the pilot episode. There. Yeah, guy had a stroke in the pilot episode. <laughs> Ends up becoming one of the most iconic, quotable, powerful characters that we've had in a TV show. Added to the list of iconic HBO characters. Oh, oh just absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, was he the main character? I don't really think the show has a main character, but and I think that's the face what makes of the show. Fun, though. He was the face of the franchise, there's no question. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and there, there's a lot of lovable characters in there too. Or it, it, you find yourself rooting for different characters throughout the show and it's weird. But I love it. Yeah. And, and you know, I kind of figured he would die this season since it's the final season, but it just came way earlier than I expected and Yeah, they got us. You know. The title of the episode totally throws you off. Connor's wedding. You know, it sounds like a simple, you know, filler episode, and then yeah. it's just no. bombshell. And gave us one of the best episodes we've ever seen. Outstanding stuff, man. Just outstanding stuff. That's gonna win Emmys for for some actors. Oh god. Show. There's no question. Sarah Snook. Uh Jeremy Strong. I think you could even say uh, Tom. Yeah, he was good. I thought Kieran Culkin was really good in it too. Yeah. No, it was. It was incredible. It was. It was really incredible. Um, <clears throat> and then Bryce moving into John Wick Chapter Four. You and I saw this as well uh, with my father, my my dad. Hey, yeah, we did. Who inhaled a large popcorn before the movie started? Chris downed a, a king size popcorn like like it was nothing. I just inhaled it before the movie even started. But no, we all we all three loved it. I think we all left saying it was the best one in the franchise. No doubt, no doubt. It. I don't know if it quite lived up to the hype that everyone was saying. I enjoy. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy this movie. I enjoyed it a lot, but I did feel John Wick series is starting to get repetitive. I will still watch whatever they put out though, but it's starting to get a little repetitive. I did like Donnie Yen in this a lot. It's inspired me to watch it, man. I'll be watching yep. that series soon. Uh, I tried to, I tried to start the other night. Zach, I fell asleep. So that didn't really work out. Uh, not relatable. But Donnie, Donnie Yen was so good in this. He played a blind man, and he played that to perfection, and still looked good doing it. So, uh, Skarsgård, Bill Skarsgård, sorry, not Alexander. Awesome. Which, uh, dude, Skarsgård, guys, on a run. 
lately. Scar's got brothers. Give them their flowers. Oh, man. Yeah, just putting it on the table for everyone to see. He was excellent in this. Big time movie for John Wick. Uh, And carry some momentum. They can pretty much do it. If they all want to walk away, I don't think anybody would be mad. They want to say that's it. I mean, certainly... I mean, yeah, I don't want to give anything away, but the ending seemed to, you know, if they wanted to end it after this one, they certainly could. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it, I thought it was awesome. I do think it was the best one. I kind of agree with you. It didn't live up to the hype. I mean, the hype was so high. You know, people were saying it's, some people were saying it's the best action movie they'd ever seen. You know, it's certainly mm, up there. Yeah, I'm going to pump the brakes on that. But I mean, you're thinking about Die Hard. You're thinking about T2. You're thinking about First Blood. I mean, you got you got to slow down, you know. And The Matrix, you got to slow down. It's but. good. It's good. It's very yeah, good. Yeah, it's great. Great movie. Best, but, uh, best entry in the series, but... Yeah, I agree. Kind of need let's to pump it down just pump. a bit. Brings me, Bryce, to our top five. Oh no! Not where you expected it. Okay. You know we've usually done Star Wars top fives on these episodes. Now I'm doing just a in general top five movies. For the rest of 2023 that you were looking forward to the most. Okay, let me get my IMDB up here. So go ahead and pull up your schedule. Uh, I am ready. I mean, I've been on the record, I think, saying 2023 in movies is like the comeback year. Yeah, and we're going to have a lot of the same. I know my number one. I think I know your number one as well. I think I know you're number one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you do. I, I think I do. I think I do. Maybe not. Well, I can tell you what's not on here. The Super Mario Brothers movie. That's for sure. Listen, we're getting to it. All right, just fuck off. We're getting to it. <laughs> I know we're it sucks. To it. it was good. I know it sucks. No, you didn't defend it hard enough earlier today. Miss me. I didn't need to defend it hard enough. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. You, you would defend it. You defended Pig harder than you defended Super Mario Brothers movie. Pig is good. Okay, Pig fine. is awesome. Sure. Why don't you watch Pig? It's only an hour and a half. Sure. Whatever. Okay. Well, I'll start. I got my yeah, number please. five. Please, yes. Number five. Bo is afraid. Oh, okay. That made Bo's a list for you. That- it did make the list. I just, I mean, the rest of the year is pretty stacked, but I tried to spice it up a little bit. So I put in Bo is Afraid at number five. Uh, Ari Aster's third feature film. Uh, it's a horror slash comedy slash drama starring Walking Phoenix. Uh, actually, it comes out this month. Let me look up that release date. But it, it is a longer movie. It's about three hours. But uh, and they're being really vague on the plot. So, so if you look up the plot for this movie, it's basically like Joaquin's character goes on a long journey, and that's 
that's all you're getting. Uh, but I like that director a lot, even though I'm never going to watch one of his movies again. It was so terrifying. <laughs> Walking Phoenix, uh, probably one of the 10 best actors working right now. Uh, Oscar winner. So go Bo's afraid of number five. Okay. And then uh, at number four, I got Dune part two. Dune part two. Yeah. Speaking of Denny Bryce, uh, yes. this cast cast is even bigger than last time uh, definitely feels like Denny saying hey I'm coming hey Academy I, just so you know I'm on the horizon here like I'm I'm looking for looking to get what's mine so I'm, I expect that to get a lot of awards <laughs> gonna be another IMAX viewing there's no question about it Number three, I got Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Just recently uh, watched this whole series. Interesting. Pretty good series from top to bottom. Definitely gets better as you go on. Uh, but it's it's going to be... It's the first of one of the two send-off movies for, for Ethan Hunt. So I think it, it could be even better than Fallout, which is saying a lot. So going with that, number three. Number two, give me across the Spider Verse. Across the Spider Verse, I thought about putting this one. Oh really my did. gosh, are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. Oh, I'm not kidding you. Give me a break, please. Of course, the masterpiece in 2018 <laughs> going to be followed up here on a pretty big scale. Get I mean, if you watch the trailers for this, I will get a room. Get a room, please. Caleb will book me a room. Yeah, I'm I'll get sure a room. I'll get a room with Sony. I have no problem Such with that. Such a joke. Such a joke. And then number one, give me Oppenheimer. Gotta be Oppenheimer. Op, 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 op. Yeah, op. I knew that was gonna be your number one. Okay, I have my list. And my, I will say, Zach, this is very, very difficult. My, uh, very difficult. I mean, like I said, it's just like, it's, it's a comeback year. You know, 2019 was the year before COVID. That was a banger of a year, one of the best years of our lifetime, Bryce. And then we've yeah. just been in a, like a lull ever since. Yeah, well, I this is difficult, but I did it. Give it up. Okay, here we go. Number five, Fast X. Coming toward the end uh, of the franchise. Um, I don't know. Is it still two parts? Is it still going to be two parts? I don't know. Uh, did they drop that idea? I know this is the second to last one. Okay. Okay. So, so I think uh, 11 will be the final. Okay. I think they're still going to do spinoffs and shit, but I this is the final just, like main installment. I'm very close to this franchise. I love it very much. I'm very much looking forward to seeing this. Um, I like cars. I like action. I'm hoping there, it sounds like they're going to get back to the roots a little bit, which I'm very excited for. So that's why I look forward to this. Number four, give me Killers of the Flower Moon because it's wow. Scorsese. And uh, what you did you forget about that? Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> terrible, terrible. So I, it doesn't have an official release date. So I just October twentieth. That's why I did it. October twentieth. Fuck. Yeah. So take your L there. Killers of the Flower Moon. It's Scorsese. It's Leo. Brendan Fraser, I'm in. October 6th. 
I'm like, see, I'm seeing October 20th. I don't care. Whenever it comes out in October, I'm going to see it regardless. Plus, wait, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, okay, select cinemas October 6th. <laughs> Wide release October 20th. Another one I forgot. I don't know if you have it, but The Killer. Uh, I do not. David I do see it here, but uh, it did not make my list. <laughs> David Fincher's next movie, The Killer. Forgot about that one. <laughs> Uh, yeah. continuing on number three, Dune Shame. two. I'm also very excited for for Dune two. They built a really good uh, world to begin with. Danny did an excellent job. I'm all in on Chalamet. You know, I'm a big Chalamet guy, um, and so I'm excited for that. Number two. The reason why I have it number two, Zach, is because I I don't think that they have a choice. This has to be good, and this has to succeed. They have no choice. The Flash. They they endured Ezra Miller's crap that he's put out um, yeah, into the actual world. Um, James Gunn is using this as his reset to blaze his own trail in the DCU and in movies and in TV shows. If it sucks, they have an uphill battle to, to fight from here on. So the Flash has to be good. You're bringing back Keaton as as Batman. You got a lot of characters, got a lot of big-time cast. It, if it sucks, they're in big, big trouble. So I'm looking forward to this. Because if it sucks, we will be on here. And we will rip it. Yes, we will. To shreds. Anyway, that's my number two. Number one, it's op, baby. It's op. It's just, it's He's not even Nolan for the Oscar and Killian Murphy better get a nomination or heads will roll. Heads will roll. I know he's, he's going to murder this. And Nolan is going to murder this too. I always look forward to Nolan movies. I don't know what I'm going to get. I think I'm going to be able to Nolan understand this off one. A nuke. Yeah, he probably. Yeah. I think I'm going to understand this one. Actually. So, honorable mentions for me, Spider-Man uh did make my honorable mentions. Uh, Mission Impossible also made honorable mentions, and uh, Indiana Jones. I, I look, man, I'm a sucker. I don't care. I'm it's gonna go same, see man. it. The, the, that trailer, same, that, that latest trailer, destiny. looked good. It did. It looked you know good. it's the end. So it, you know, you know it's the end. God damn it! I mean, we, we we looked at each other after we watched it at work, and we're like. Dang it. It's pretty good. It looked good. It looked good. So, it looked yeah, great. I to go see it. Absolutely. Yes, uh, Fox. It looked great. It looked great. Very good. So uh, go. In That's the interest spot. of time, I'm going to skip over these next two that I have. Uh, I saw, I watched The Big Boss, uh, 1971 Bruce Lee movie, his first major movie, movie role. Uh, it was the first in my Criterion set for Bruce Lee. I loved it. Did you that enjoy your great. time? I did. Yeah, it looked awesome. The restoration was awesome. Yeah, Criterion uh, did and it sounded job. great. Criterion did him right. Uh, great artwork too on the on the package. Mm, <laughs> so really great. Yes. Oz. I picked up my next show that I'm watching. Oz, uh, the great HBO prison drama. Starring J.K. Simmons, Edie Falco, Ernie Hudson as the prison warden. It's like the prison genre. 
you'll like this. Uh, you know, Shawshank, Green Mile, stuff like that. This isn't quite in the vein of those. It's a little more visceral, a little more graphic, but mm-hmm. might like it. Uh, and then Bryce, Super Mario Brothers movie. No. You shit on it. I am. Shit on- Absolutely, I am. Shit, shit on this, Bryce. The top opening all time for an animated film, $375 million in its first weekend. Shit on that. I don't care. No, then you need then you need to apologize. You're not about no don't I don't no, yeah, do. no, 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 you need no, to apologize. No, yes, you do. Too. Yes, you do. You need to apologize don't. to Illumination. No, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah, you no, do. Why? <laughs> no, I do not. You need to apologize no, I to don't. Illumination and recognize no. that they can make good films. No, no, Illum- Illumination Illumination, all they did was ask Nintendo. If they could use no, their existing no, property no. to make a movie, that's all no, they did. No, it, but did yeah, they do yeah, it no, justice? They, no. Did they do it justice? Well, all they had to do was copy and paste. Oh, oh, that's all. That's literally all they had to do. Okay. Okay, Zach. Okay. All right. Well, this is a forty-year-old uh, franchise. Why don't you Why don't you talk to the other twelve-year-olds that were in the movies there with you and ask them, what, you know, and talk about the movie with them? What? You're I'm not watching you're, this. No, I'm no, not watching you're, you're this. Hating. this. is you're bull, hating. This is bullcrap. This is stupid. You know, Jackbox tickets to MLs tonight. Of course I did. Of course I went to it. Lifelong Mario fan, I'm going. I'm a lifelong Mario fan. Oh my god. I just I bought a Switch this weekend. Yeah, that's great. In other news. Is your nerd? I bought a Switch. Nerd. It's great. It's great stuff. But you know, Jack Black, he's taking some L's tonight so far. He was great as Bowser. He was great. On your great Bowser. On your Taylor Joy. Yes. Uh, Bryce, anything you want to add? Any anything you've seen? Nah, man. Busy weekend for me. Didn't really get a lot of watching. In. Still, still watching Ted Lasso. Really enjoying my time with uh, that. Roy yes. Kent was just on TV. That was great. That was pretty funny. So yeah, I'm just gonna. Why? Okay. Uh, oh my God. Yes, man. Great. Great show. Great show. Anyway, talk about that more as we move on. Now we have the Bryce Shaddy Please Miss Me Award before we get into the episode here. Bryce, I have two. <laughs> well, I don't uh, have any this week, so you can actually take my spot. You don't have any. Okay. I don't. All right. Well, one of these I've had for a week. <laughs> Ever since it was announced, I said, yep, that's the Miss Me. HBO reportedly basically moving forward with a Harry Potter TV show. Why? Oh, oh, you're not you're not on this. No, that no, this is laziness. Oh. This is literally. Hey, this worked as a movie. Let's just fucking remake it as a show and people will watch it. <laughs> Miss me so hard. This is laziness. The movies are awesome. There's nothing wrong with the movies. Why? 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 Of course you would be the one to have, to have a complaint about this. I would. I would be. I, I would. And I... I you know, hopefully people are in agreement. I mean, my God, this is literally 
The death. Originality is dead. It's, it's fucking dead. Dead. And you know what's funny, Bryce? You know what's funny? You know, I don't like to get political on this podcast, but... Oh, no. You know, they, <clears throat> no, 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 no. They're gonna... People are gonna shit on J.K. Rowling for commentary, but then the same people who run these big companies, they're gonna turn right around and shit out a cash cow <laughs> based on something that has already been made before that she created. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm you saying, feel better, Do you feel better now? Yeah, I do. This is laziness by Warner Brothers Discovery. Laziness. Congrats. I'm not watching your show. <laughs> and then the final Miss Me, Bryce. It's actually directed at you for something you said today. It has nothing to do with what this pod is about. I say. You asked me if Charlie Woods <laughs> would possibly be better than his father. A yes, legitimate question. By the name of Tiger Woods. <laughs> it's a legitimate no. question. No. It's <laughs> a no. legitimate question. That's a legit question. No. Where's your legitimate answer? No. He's like twelve. No. He's gonna get better. No. No. That that is that is like asking. <laughs> and could Michael Jordan's son be better than him? No. But he didn't play like that. No. The answer is no. Move on. Move on, Bryce. I think you're, you're, a you're, you're as bad as ESPN. You're as bad as I think, ESPN. I think, you're, I, just, I think you're a hater. That's what I think. No. You're that? as bad as ESPN. You're trying no, to crown the next Tiger Woods. I'm not crowning anyone. I mean, that's a good question. I didn't say it was going to be better. No, no. When he wins, when he wins fifteen majors, call me. All right, call me. Hey, well, I guess that call answers me. When that. he wins, when he wins five Masters, call me. Okay, call me. He won't win a major. Book that. Oh my gosh, Jeez. Book it. Book it. You're now. Now Book you're it. hating. Now you're hating. No, I'm not. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. Yeah, it's very hard now. to win a major. Now you're hating. Now it is hard, but I think he can do it. All right. Well, let me know if he does. Okay. okay, sure will. Bryce, skin this episode here. We finally Don't made dive it. Into, <laughs> yeah, we finally made it. There's actually, there's actually not much to talk about because not much happened. That is true. This is true. I mean, until the last scene, but I, I want you to kind of dive in... If you don't mind, dive into these Pedro Pascal rumors you were you were telling me about these today. He's not happy. Yeah, he's not happy. I mean, there are reports that he had a that he's had some verbal dust ups with a staff member, quote unquote staff member. Um, all signs point to it being Kathleen Kennedy, but we cannot get confirmation on that. There's also rumors that he may peace out from the show as well. So. Listen, I, I'm saying this this episode, the plot of the show, didn't do anything to squash those rumors. You know, as we'll get into it, but it would be really sad. It would lose me. I, I think it would really lose me. Like, all right, what are we doing now? Is he gonna settle? Is he gonna settle down and be a marshal now, or you know, what's the point? Where what are we? What are we going towards now? 
So maybe the rumors are true. Maybe he will be exiting the show. Maybe he won't. I hope not, because he did, he makes the show. So that's what I got. I mean, he's he's the face of the entire franchise right now, um, other than Grogu. So I don't think I think it'd be very ill advised if they were to show him the door. And it doesn't seem like something Favreau or Filoni would do. I don't think it's something they'd want to do. I think we'd be able to no. tell if it does happen. I think we'd be able to tell whose decision it was. Oh, uh, yes. You know, just kind of like we, we saw with this episode. I mean, this is a Kennedy episode. So I think we'd be able to tell if it was a Kennedy decision, if he does end up exiting. I don't think that will happen. No, um, I don't think so either. Just because they now they have the movie planned, and he had that quote a few weeks back saying he could play Mandalorian for another twenty years or something like that. So that's really hard for me to see, but mm-hmm. I, I at least hope it doesn't. Happen. But figure it out, Kathleen. Nice. Go ahead and take us through the best scenes here. We had we had a uh, not as many as we're used to, but still still some good ones. Yeah, this kind of took me back a little bit. Uh, so we have a super battle droid chase where Bo-Katan and, and Mando are chasing this this rogue droid. It kind of gave me iRobot vibes for a second there. You're chasing this, this rogue robot thing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, super cool shot of Mando diving through a window, breaking the glass and tackling this thing linebacker style. Just absolutely taking this thing down. I thought that was a really cool scene. A lot of bright lights, really good visuals there. Uh, so I thought that it, it felt kind of old school. Yeah, I kind of like it, though. It was cool. like that one. Then we got Commander uh, Hellgate mentioning Count Dooku by name. That was a shock. Yeah, I like that. That was kind that of a snippet more than a scene. Yeah, but, that was yeah, that was just a quick little thing. Is that, that scene where they, he gets caught? Yes, where they're taking him into custody or the route two. Yes, that, uh, that was cool. That was cool. I like Dooku, so I, I liked it. Yeah, this is a cool little Easter egg. And then we have Bo-Katan defeating the Axe Wolves for leadership of the Mandan- Mandalorian army. Was there ever a doubt? No, there was never a doubt. No, Axe, Axe tried. He tried to be tough. Yeah, L, he take your L, please. Yeah. Took arrow in front of all of your your followers. L, massive L. And then we have Mando giving Bo Katan the dark saber. Uh, a little bit of backstory on that. I thought that was, I, you know, I I think I had mentioned it. Um, in earlier in the did, season, yeah. I didn't. I didn't think it was. It yeah, I didn't think it was. Well, that, but also when he w- when she got him back when he was captured on Mandalore. Like, why didn't she just take the Darksaber? Not saying that there was a loophole, but she could have taken it right there and then. But obviously yeah. her, her honesty and loyalty and patience paid off there. Um, so, and, he, and Mando kind of explained it in the way where, you know, he was defeated and then she defeated the captors. So therefore, the, the Darksaber belongs to her now, which... A little bit of a cop out, if you ask me, but I'm all right with it. I'll let it slide. Let it slide. It it it, it is a cop out because she didn't technically 
defeat him, but he was bad for brand. It's bad for business if he loses. Right, it's bad for business, bad for the rep, and he was technically, quote unquote, defeated when he was captured. She defeated the captor, like you said. Therefore, she gains the dark saber. I thought it was a business move by Mando. Absolutely, yes. Smooth over this because there's kind of been this underlying tension, like you said. Why didn't she just? take it back there's kind of been this underlying tension you know she mentions I think in episode one of the season that all of her followers left her because she didn't have the dark saber she didn't have that respect to lead Mandalore now she's going to get that respect and these last two episodes I feel like are just going to be throwing heat because we get some wars, man. That's what I want. I want some. Yeah, we're we're uniting oh, yeah. the Mandalorians. I want to see a freaking war, man. Go to battle. We got the Gideon looming. The return of Gideon looming. I, I I just think we're in for a show, at least in the finale. Oh, I agree. I agree. So, what's your pick, man? What's your pick for best scene? Yeah. I'll go with the combo of. Bogatan defeating Axe and then Mando giving over the, well, the Darksaber. That's a cop out for you. No, easy oh, to for battle one. droid no. chase. No doubt. Oh, okay. Wow. No doubt. It was cool Pretty seeing cool. those things again. Yeah, it, it brought back it memories. Good memories. Yes, uh, we like the droids. We like the super battle droids. Uh, we do. We do like the droids. We love shooting them in Battlefront. Watch them just. We love shooting them in Battlefront. We love taking them out in Lego Star Wars. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, we love we love beating the shit out of them in Battlefront. That was great. Always. Uh, the block in the back war. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. For the most, for the dumbest decision. Oh, I'm torn on this actually. I've got two got two dollars tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'm torn. Number one, Lucasfilm. For getting too cute with the three cameos. That going after production. Or if you want to add Tim Meadows. Going after casting. I will. I will go into the casting department. I will. Absolutely will. Then we have the authorities. On Plazier 15, the planet, not being able to catch their own military commander, Hellgate, when all they had to do was literally check the receipts, all the, literally check the receipts of the shipments to see who signed off for them. The coroner, the coroner figured it out. They just needed, they just didn't know God where to look. It. He just had to, the Mandalorian just had to point. They're like, oh yeah, that, that makes sense. Oh, oh, it's, who, who it's our that? own guy. It's our own guy. Uh, no, you know it's what? Now, sure I'm, now I'm going. Now that we're talking about it, it's definitely this. That's what I'm walking the back of Not being able to figure out your own kind or your own citizen is stabbing you in the back with these droids. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? It took a little it's bit of research by your coroner. Your coroner, not and not, not even paid, not even paid to do that. Jeez, man, 
Good job, private investigators. Good job. Also, that's why this makes it such a dumb side mission because it was so easy to figure out. Yeah, again, it did. It didn't do anything. How no, long was this nothing. episode? Forty-five minutes. Jeez. Yeah, forty-five minutes of dang near nothingness. So that's great. I'm glad I stayed it's, up late uh, Sunday night to watch that. Uh-huh. I told, I warned you beforehand. Like I said, I don't, I don't typically tell you about the episode on Wednesdays, but. I, I couldn't hold it in on this one. Uh, who got it the worst? We got Axe Wovis, who was defeated by Bo-Katan in one-on-one combat. And then the Gideon storyline, which is just completely ignored in this episode. I will go with the Gideon storyline. I actually have Axe Wovis for my biggest loser. Oh, Interesting. I'm actually going to go with X Wolves here because they built him up as a massive, like they had an Imperial starship. Like how'd you Rebellion. get that? Yeah, how'd you get that? Yeah. Like they had that. So I figured like, these are some bad dudes, man. Like this, is a, this is a bad little group here. And then come to find out he's not as tough as we all thought. So I think he got no. worse. Bad for business, bad for business. Axe Wolves. I said Wolves earlier. I did not read that correctly. Wolves. My bad. I'm reading right off the screen, and that it looks like Wolves to me. Sorry. No, it does. It does. The little red line under it doesn't help. No. No, and I should have known. My bad. Axe Wolves, you got it the worst. L. The big winner. Gotta be Bo-Katan. Recla- yes. Reclaims the Darksaber. And didn't have to do anything. Except beat up some random guy. Yeah. Beat some guy and it gets it handed to her. Uh, Honorable mention, I had... I did have Jack Black and Lizzo just because they got to be in a Star Wars episode. So Good good for business. Yes, they're good good for their bank accounts. Good for their bank accounts. Big week for Jack Black. Mando and then Mario. Big week for that guy. (laughs) Checks. Uh, the big loser. I had Axe Wovis Price. Who do you got? I'm gonna go with the IQ of the Plaza 15 authorities. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Here, you, you you're playing stupid. It, their IQ might be 15. Yeah, it might be. You, it was right <laughs> under your nose the entire time, and it's because of their laziness. They didn't even look to find out, and it took what five minutes? Five minutes for them That's to figure that. out. Yeah. They're like, okay, take us take us to your Mandalorians now, thanks. Here's your stupid problem solver. Yeah, give me the biggest loser, Plaza 15 authorities, and citizens for that matter. Yeah, shame on them. Dylan Hughes, slip in the DMs award for a crew, cast member, or character that you want to ask a question to. I got John Favreau. Because I just simply want to ask him, did your episode get hijacked by your superior? <laughs> yes or no? Just simply yes or no. That's it. Hey, here's my slip in DMs award. It's going to Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was your vacation? No, I want to ask him. 
How did it feel to be manhandled by Lizzo? Just absolutely manhandled. Probably, probably pick him up with one hand and toss him like a football. She really wanted Palm. to. Yeah. Palmed him. Absolutely. <laughs> Grogu was sidelined. There were definitely some spin. men that watched this episode and be like, dang, I wish that was me. <laughs> no, I'm not going to touch that one, but uh, Grogu got, got to spend a couple hours with Lizzo and Jack Black, so congrats. Congrats. You didn't have to do anything. Oh, Plugs, man. Bryce. Plugs. All right, me and me got and Caleb. The, got the play-in tournament. Got the play-in tournament coming up. We uh, we wrapped up March Madness, great March Madness tournament, and uh, we're transitioning to NBA playoffs. Uh, we're ironing out some details on that, um, but we will definitely be talking play-in tournament. First game start on Tuesday. We'll be recording on a Wednesday, so we'll recap those games um, and, and see how those are going, and then possibly do some uh, little, little preview of some matchups, little previews. I'm definitely going to hammer my Warriors against the Kings. Uh, you can book that. Zach Griffith, you can absolutely book that. Uh, and yeah. Caleb's going to fight me on it. I know he is, but you can just book it. You well, can book because it. You're going to be the only, you're going to be the only person in the country rooting for Golden State. That's fine. That's Not fine. Exactly. I'll do it. They still did it right. So yeah. y'all can suck it. All right. Well, I think I'm going to be joining you on that pod this week, actually. Caleb asked me, literally, as I was pulling into my house after work today, he said, pod this week. I said, sure. (laughs) Oh, so I'm going to hammer you, too. I'm hammering my Warriors. I'm going to hammer back. I'm going to hammer back. And you're going to lose. Okay. Take else. What do you got going on? On Cinema. Well, on uh, Power Hour, we got NBA Playoffs. And play in, I imagine. Uh, play in starts this week, of course, like you said. And then succession pod with me and Alex on Thursday night. Success. Talking about success. Talking about the biggest episode of the series thus far. <laughs> My plan is to just throw out the categories and just make it a, a Logan Roy send off. Just it. make it a Logan Roy send off. I love it. Bless up. Bless Honor up. the man. <laughs> And then I have some draft ideas for cinema to get oh, you're, you're revealing on. these on the on on the pod, huh? I'm revealing these right now before we okay. sign off. I, okay. I mentioned the Star Wars character draft a couple weeks ago, but then we just have a straight up TV series draft. <laughs> you be Caleb and Alex. You know, TV connoisseurs. There's going to be no shortage. There's going to be no shortage. Oh, man. I still have to work out the math, you know, how many rounds and stuff like that. But if you have the number one pick, what are you taking? I'm taking the Sopranos number one pick. I figured you were. Yes, you. I figured you would. What are you 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 taking? Breaking Bad? Probably. Probably. It's close. It's very close. I don't know what Caleb would take. Really don't. Be interesting. He might take Ted Lasso. He's really high on Ted Lasso. I probably wouldn't give him too much hate for that. No, I'm not giving him any hate. I feel like he might take that. Mm-hmm. And then the last draft, just a film franchise draft. 
draft a film franchise. Oh my gosh. Again, need to need to work out need to work out oh, the math. How many we need rounds? To put some rules too. Yeah, what constitutes a franchise? Stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we need some rules. But uh, you'll get that in the works. Hopefully, this wow, summer that... after the playoffs are over. Yeah, is get that into that period. Yeah, that would be fun. But uh, yeah, so Bryce. Get after Great it, episode. Man. We're getting yes. after it on the on the network. Two and more always weeks folks, of Mando. Two more weeks in Mando. I, I think we're in for some great stuff. Really do. Um, and as always, folks, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>